Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. I hope you all are doing well. It's kind of been a temporary hiatus. I've been gone for the last week. We were at the Southern Baptist Convention. We were at that train wreck, and it was as bad as it looked. So a lot of churches like ours have some big decisions to make, and a lot of churches like ours have already made those decisions. And so anyways, it was just, uh, it was what it was. It was pretty, pretty terrible. One of the things that highlighted the badness of the whole convention was the Rick Warren speech. He was given six minutes to speak, and he addressed one of the central issues of the view of pastoral ministry today that I'm going to address as we work through this regulative principle pastoring series. So let's go ahead and pray and ask for the Lord's help, and we're going to talk about discipling men today, making disciples as a pastor, not making disciples as an organization, but as a pastor, you pastor, are called to make disciples. Let's talk about it. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for all that you're doing. We ask for wisdom and direction as we work through this, and we trust that you're going to help us. God, give us eyes to see and, uh, and hearts to, uh, uh, to hear what you have to say to us. And Lord, uh, help us to obey you and honor you as men, as pastors. Help us to lead the way in our congregations uh, with discipleship. Help us to do what you've called us to do, to pour our lives into other people and to see them raised up as men of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. One of the uh, things I want to remind you about, and we're actually going to do this for a whole other month, the month of July, we're going to be doing a sponsorship with the Majesty's Men and the Honor God Network. Because this month has been hit or miss, we're going to go ahead and roll that sponsorship, uh, sponsorship and add into July as well. So you'll be hearing more about the Honor God Network and all that Riley, Riley both has been doing with um, the Majesty's Men here in the, next, uh, in the next month. We're going to have an ad for you and all that kind of stuff too. Also want to remind you, if you want to support the show, you can do that. You can just uh, click the support link in the um, at the Gab TV channel or just reach out to me. You can actually go to theshepherdscrook.co if you would like and give that way as well. Okay. One of the things that we wanted to do when we planted the church was to understand that the church is not first and foremost uh, Christ Church Carbondale. That's the church I get to pastor at. We have a group of pastors there that do a phenomenal job. I love that I get get pastors as well. We talked about that last week, and we talked about what is pastoral ministry in, in regards to the, the elder team, the plurality of elders. And as we're working through what the Bible prescribes a pastor to be and do, we get to this thing called discipleship. And this next point is being a disciple maker, or disciple six men a year if you can. And I want to explain what I mean by that. And so when we, we planted, we wanted to make sure that it was the, the people in the church that are making disciples, not the, not the organization, the church, that's making disciples. Because I think what happens more times than not is we begin to have me, like measurables of discipleship that are not in line with the scriptures. And if you just ask a pastor, hey, who are you discipling? I think more times than not, what, what the response will be from the pastor is, well, here's what we do, and we've defined a disciple is somebody who is a Christian who is now in three points of contact within the local church. And so uh, if that pastor is, or if that uh, couple, sorry, I'm, I'm adjusting my screen here to make it more level. There we go. Uh, so if that uh, disciple is 
uh, serving on a serve team, connected to a small group, and present on Sunday mornings. Well, then we are making disciples. So there's a measurable, okay? That, but, but here's what I, I mean by that. Now the organization itself is doing the discipleship. The structure, the programs are the disciple makers and not the people. We saw this demonstrated by Rick Warren. Rick Warren stands up at the Southern Baptist Convention. He should have, along with Saddleback, been kicked out of the Southern Baptist Convention for being in violation of the Baptist Faith and Message 2000. They have ordained three women and then have a fourth woman that is now on staff as the, uh, the, one of the main pastors. And he gets up there and talks for six minutes, and it's just a big brag fest. It was a really weird six minutes and ended up getting a standing ovation, which was so concerning. But one of the things he, he had talked about in there is that he has personally trained more than one million pastors. This is what he says, that he's trained them personally. Now, you run the numbers and you realize there's no way that he could have actually trained a million pastors unless he is defining that by online ministry, by uh, online like ministry leaders, I think, or, or pastors.com or something like that was started by Rick Warren and his team. The, the only way he could possibly think that he's actually discipled that many pastors or trained up that many pastors is if he's connecting the numbers from the sites, from the online ministry, to his personal discipleship. And he's calling that discipling, training. And only in the last, you know, since the internet age is something like that even possible. But here's the deal. He's not actually making disciples through internet ministry. You're not making disciples through an organization that you serve at. The question at hand is not what your organization is doing to raise up people around you. The question is, what are you doing personally to disciple men? And what I want to challenge you with, Pastor, is when somebody asks you, hey, who are you discipling? You can pull your buddy to the side here. You can get out your phone and say, I'm discipling these guys right here. And here's what we're doing. Here's the names of the men that I'm discipling. Now, I get this directly from the Great Commission, right? Here's what Matthew chapter 28 says, starting verse 18. And Jesus came to him and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to, to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. This was given to the apostles. And then they passed that down to us because they are teaching those they are discipling to, after they're baptizing them, to do what Jesus commanded. And one of the things that Jesus commanded is this great commission. It's a perpetual commission to the nations and the generations. It, it is given to people. It's not given to a particular church name. We have got to get away from an understanding of discipleship that has programs at the center. And we have to rediscover modeling discipleship for a congregation where when, when people ask, hey, who are you discipling? You can say, here's who it is. And then when you ask, who's discipling you? You can say, here's the names of the guys that are discipling me. So what's that going to look like? Well, it's going to look different, okay? The, the, the thing with discipleship is intentionality. You just have to do something. So don't let the first thing be, um, we have Wednesday night, we have Sunday school, we have uh, church on Sunday, and if you, if you volunteer on the parking lot team, then you're making disciples. Let the first thing be, let's get together once a week, twice a week. Let's talk throughout the week. Let's read our Bible together, and then let's go through a book together, and then let's just spend some time growing as a friend, and I want to show you how life works as a Christian. I want to show you what kingdom living is all about. And in that way, the pastor views himself somewhat as a father figure, 
Now, it, you may be younger than some of the men that you're discipling. You probably are. You're probably going to be doing some mutual discipleship with some buddies, and you're going to be discipled from some, uh, by some older men and in, in formal ways and in informal ways. But it's as simple as this. Approach a young man and say, Hey, man, you want to come over to the house or want to come over to the office or you want to go, go fishing together? And you just start talking and building a friendship with that guy. And you just say, hey, listen, I want to want to invite you into a discipleship relationship. Or I want to disciple you. What do you think about, you don't even have to say disciple you. What do you think about going through a book together? And then you get a book and you go through the book. Now, depending upon where this believer, this young man is spiritually, and by the way, side note, men disciple men, women disciple women. It's as simple as that. Model discipleship and friendship with the congregation. Show them what discipleship looks like. And so you're not discipling young ladies. Dudes, don't disciple women. The only way pastors disciple the women is through discipling the households that are there on Sunday mornings when we're preaching. So our preaching disciples are lady friends in the congregation that are friends with our buddies, that are their wives to our buddies. Okay, That's how we disciple the women. But we don't disciple them one-on-one. So with these guys... Okay, if depending upon where they're at spiritually, if it's a new believer, you can take them through the Just for Starters discipleship book. You can go through some sort of discipleship. Uh, a guy named uh, Ogden has got some really good discipleship materials called Discipleship Essentials. You can go through anything, and this is over a period of time. It doesn't have to be one year of discipleship and you're done. What you can do is continue on these friendships and develop these friendships and end up you know, growing and learning from one another. And the obligation that's laid upon the pastor is don't just dis- try to disciple everybody with programs. Disciple a handful of guys. And then the next year, somebody's going to roll off and start discipling somebody else. Then you just bring on somebody else and you just start meeting. The life of pastoral ministry is consistent meetings over the long haul. You're going to be meeting with guys. for That's what ministry is about. And meet with them. Hang out with them. So you guys have heard me talk about this. The way I do it is I have guys over to the house because I office from home. And I bring them fishing with me in the spring and the summer and even into the fall. I shoot a bow and arrow with them. We do something, some sort of project together. And, and what I'm trying to do here is mesh, let's go through a book together with, let's learn how to live life, all right? We, we want to grow men to be good men who know how to shepherd a family well and to live life well, to work hard. So that's what we're doing. We're making disciples. We're not going to pass off our obligation of making disciples to the organization. That's how pastors become CEOs and get removed from the real work of ministry. Okay, we're not CEOs, we're disciple makers. So if you want to be a biblical pastor, if you want to do what Jesus has prescribed pastors to be and do, the basics of the Great Commission have to be modeled from you to the congregation. Make disciples. Be a disciple-making pastor. Okay, guys, hope this has been helpful. Please consider subscribing, leaving a rating or review, sharing this, you know, the drill and doing all of that. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, you've been listening to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. Thank you so much for coming back. Please leave a rating or review. And if you have any questions about the ministry, you can go see the shepherdscrook.co and get your answers.